welcome to Living a Sensory Life, a podcast that I've started talking all things sensory. So my name's Becky, I'm the founder of Sensory Spectacle, and I've run this podcast to teach you all about sensory processing disorder. We're going to be interviewing people, we're going to be sharing strategies, I'm going to be giving you research, and I'm also going to be explaining things to you so that you can help to understand the child or adult you care for or support just that little bit better. So today I wanted to talk to you all about the weather. It's one of the biggest things that we just can't control in our day-to-day lives. We may well have rain in the morning, sun in the afternoon, it might be really bright, it might be really dull. And the changes in weather are really, really important for us to be aware of for children and adults with sensory processing difficulties. The reason for that is because it completely changes how they are able to interact, understand or engage with their environment. So over the last six months you may well have experienced snow, frost, bright blue sunshine skies, wind, rain, heat, cold, all types of weather and that's because it's constantly changing and wherever you are living some of these weather conditions can be more extreme than in other places and so we might adapt to a certain temperature or a certain weather condition rain or sun for example and when we then are in a situation or an environment where that is different we have to be able to adjust to that and be able to still respond and thrive from that change in the environment. If we have sensory processing difficulties, that's going to be really difficult for us to be able to do. We're already trying to focus on regulating ourselves within an environment, but to have to adjust to changes that are fluctuating a lot quicker, i.e. the weather, it can be really confusing for someone if they are putting a lot of time and effort into regulating their body so that they can manage within that environment. Sensory Spectacle have got lots of videos on our YouTube channel explaining about changes in weather. So do have a look at those. So we've done some specifically for winter. We've done some specifically for the summer and springtime. And seasons are really important to be aware of. Yes, it's harder for us to recognise seasons at the moment because of things that are changing in our world. But if we still consider the types of weather that may well be experienced through those times of year, it's really, really helpful to prepare us. Weather change is probably one of the biggest problems that we know we can't control. So um, whether you prefer it when it's nice and cold outside and you can feel your body and it's crisp and your breath, 
or whether you prefer it when it's hot and sunny and you can wear fewer clothes and you can run around and not worry about having to carry a coat or wear boots or whatever it might be. We have to consider the impact that this weather has when we are inside the house as well as when we are outside experiencing it. So for some people with sensory processing difficulties, actually the rain is enjoyable when they are out in the rain and feeling it and smelling it and hearing it. However, when they're inside a building, whether that's education, whether that's home, that sound of the rain or the visual impact of the rain falling can be the thing that's overwhelming. And we might not necessarily take these things into consideration. We might think that the only way weather can impact a child or adult with sensory processing difficulties is through the physical sensory experience when they are in that weather. So I know lots of young people where the sound of rain makes them really anxious or really um, uncomfortable because they they don't know that it's uncertain how heavy it's going to be, how loud it's going to be, when it's going to stop, when it's going to start. And this can be the same for other weather conditions. So sunshine, when we're outside in the sunshine, how is that compared to how it is when you're inside? When you're inside, it might seem like everything's brighter. There might be more shadows cast within a room, which for some people with visual sensitivities can make it disorientating. It might be snow and actually being in the snow, similar to rain, is an enjoyable sensory experience. The coldness, the way that we can mould it and play with it and, and use and explore our body within that space. But actually seeing the snow through a window and everything being transformed to being white, where we would usually see it in, you know, a whole array of colours, could again be really confusing and really disorientating. So especially if you're supporting adults, if they're independent in their travel, whether they drive, get the bus, ride a bike, walk, it's really important to think about when it snows our whole environment looks different. And so those little clues that they may have been using to try and find where they are on their journey may have disappeared. And so for that adult, they might find it really difficult to leave the house when it's snowy because of that change in how everything looks. It may be relating to the sound. So now when it snows and we are walking or we are cycling, it sounds very different. People drive differently. It might be that they're more aware of um, the accidents that could happen or the way that people dress. So they find it difficult to recognise certain people again through the clothing that they're wearing. Think about storms, thunderstorms. How does um, your child or adult respond when they are in a building compared to when you are outside of a building? I know lots of people that love to watch uh, a lightning show from their window and see, you know, the bolts of lightning moving and flashing and the unpredictability, but the intenseness of it and the colours. However, if they were outside... 
that enjoyability is different because we don't sense that brightness from the lightning as much because we are in it and we're maybe focusing on other things and it's maybe doesn't feel as dark as what it does when we are inside the house. And the same for wind. We can watch the wind from inside our house and not experience it on our skin. And many people love seeing how things move or, you know, when birds fly. So when we're seeing the wind blowing things, whether it's a gentle breeze or whether it's a really strong storm, we're watching the impact of that. And we can experience it through different sensory elements. So it might be the sound, it might be the visual element when we're inside a building. However, when we're outside, we are feeling it. And if you know someone who is hypersensitive to tactile input on their skin, it's highly likely they will find wind really, really difficult. So it can be really painful. I know many children and adults that tell me how painful the wind is. And because it's so unpredictable, we can't cover up every single part of our skin but we can wear as many clothes as we can to try and protect ourselves from that. In the same way, the way that the wind sounds when we are in it is very different to when we are watching it from inside the building. So the weather changes in our environment aren't just about the physical changes in the way that our body feels, so the temperature of our body or... um, the wet, if it's been raining, the wetness of our clothes on our skin. It's not just about that tactile physical experience. It can be about any sensory aspect within our environment. However, it can also be relating to the different types of clothing that we might need to wear for different types of weather. So, you know, in the summer we might wear hats We might wear different hats in the winter. We might wear big heavy coats in the winter. We might wear light coats in the summer. We might have earmuffs, gloves, sunglasses, t-shirts, dresses, wellies, sandals, thermals. This whole array of different types of clothing. And if you are supporting a child or adult with sensory processing difficulties, you will probably already be aware that they wear certain clothing to support their sensory needs and so if there's all of a sudden a change in the weather that day so say it's the summer and it's started to pour down with rain actually to go outside with their heavier coat on that's going to be more waterproof or even just wearing a coat at all in the summer that can be really confusing, really overwhelming and a sensory element that maybe they haven't prepared themselves for. So all sensory aspects need to be considered throughout the year. There might be changes in smells, so in the scent, so the grass might smell different in the summer to how it does in the winter, the flowers, the trees, just the air. So consider that if you're if your child or adult sensitive to smell, think about the different types of year where you live and the changes in the sense in, in your environment. It might be the lighting and the colours that change. So autumn, we're surrounded by oranges and reds and beautiful colours. In the summer, it might just be that everything's a bit more intense and vibrant. Whereas in the winter, we notice that things have toned down with their colours in a bit more neutral and natural. 
it might be the sounds of nature. So in the winter we've got the an autumn we've got the sound of walking on leaves or things that crunch, whereas in the summer we don't have that. And textures and temperatures. So there's a whole range of sensory aspects that need to be considered throughout the year. And sometimes if we're having a day where we just can't quite understand why our child or the adult we're supporting is finding it overwhelming or confusing or difficult to manage their sensory processing, just consider are there any changes today significantly in the weather compared to another day, whether you saw them the day before, whether you saw them a few days ago, whenever it was? Because that will give you a lot of information about how that child or adult wants to support themselves in order to regulate within that type of weather. This podcast was brought to you by Sensory Spectacle. You can find out more about our immersive training and workshops on our website, sensorispectacle.co.uk. We educate about and create awareness of sensory processing disorder internationally. We travel the world helping parents and professionals to understand specific characteristics relating to sensory processing needs. On our website, you'll find books, sensory support items, classroom resources, as well as information about our trainings. If you have any questions, please do get in touch. We love to hear from you. But otherwise, thanks for listening.